We are super excited. We are at our Some Control of Minnesota Range at Rice Street Simulator, also our studio, and we have some amazing people here today. Welcome, Charlie and Bill. Hello Appreciate there. it. Yeah. Well, this is Charlie Bristow. You can call me Chuck if you want to, but it's Charlie Bristow, and I'm very excited to be here today. Perfect. Well, we appreciate you having. Why don't we kind of just get started, have a little conversation today, kind of tell people about your past and where you started. Well, Charlie uh, started golf back in 2009. Uh, Charlie has autism, and uh, so we were looking for an individual sport for him to play. Yeah. And uh, uh, it turns out I was looking at a book from the Courage Center in Stillwater, and they had a class for kids with disabilities. So in such case, we signed up Charlie, and uh, not sure how it was going to go, uh, rent him a set of clubs and got him out to the class and it was a five-week class, if uh, best I understand, and he uh, he loved it so much that he wanted to continue playing. Outstanding. So the name that everybody can find you at is Charlie's Golfing Club. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the organization and what Charlie's doing? Well, uh, Charlie's Golfing Club, under all one word, so if you're looking at it on Instagram or Facebook, it would be all one word with no apostrophe, Charlie's Golfing Club. And we started that in 2011 uh, after Charlie had played, uh, give or take, about a year and a half of golf. And we decided that we wanted to raise money for autism and 4-H at the time. Nice. And so uh, that's, that's kind of the beginnings of our thing. We decided to start off with 30 different golf courses per year to play at. Yeah. And since we've, we've since expanded it. Perfect. So, Charlie, you've played a lot of golf courses. What is kind of the average number of golf rounds that you play a year? I would say, think about this, about, you know, 75 would be the average, but I'm playing, I'm playing more, so it's yeah. like 85 to 90. That's exciting. So, so it's getting bigger, bigger, bigger tour, you know, having, kind of having a lot of fans you know, be on my Facebook accounts and stuff. Yeah. It's just a different, different world, but one of these days I can get an autograph with some fans. You know, Absolutely. Some golf balls or shirts or stuff like that. So. Super exciting to kind of see your past and history. When you started playing golf, have you played anything else before? Any team sports or anything? I used to play soccer, excuse me, and, and swim. Okay. But I didn't think swimming was kind of a team sport. Maybe not. Yeah. Soccer was just kind of like you run for the ball and you catch the ball. It's like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so golf was just by passion. So I can tell passion you. of excellence. So. Absolutely. And you are every year that we've kind of been following you and following along on your journey. You are improving. What yeah. are some of your goals for this year? Um, kind of for me to hit the ball longer, hit it beyond 250 yards if I can get there and also maybe the following year maybe get into that U.S. Adaptive Open. Why so, don't you tell people a little bit about the U.S. Adaptive Open? Is it local? Um, don't I, or I is it in Kansas, the, I think, maybe? Well, the U.S. Adaptive Open, the previous yeah. years they had it at Pinehurst Number 6 in North Carolina. Nice. So I'm not sure whether they moved that thing yeah. around, mm -hmm. um, but uh, 
the previous years that we saw in the first couple of years they headed at Pinehurst number six. Okay. So. And I've kind of followed you along for a little while now, and I know that you are a Special Olympics champion. Why don't you tell yeah. the viewers a little bit about that? I'm glad to be a Special Olympics champion because I've tried to, you know, talk to people and play, play yeah. in different groups and experience things, and I just like to be in that full field of, of you know, state champions, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, in 2017-2018, Charlie was the low Minnesota golfer for nine holes. So that's the most amount of holes that they play in their uh, state uh, meet. And uh, for 2017-2018, Charlie had the lowest score. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yes. So we've seen your golf swing. We've seen the magic that you can do. Why don't you tell people a little bit about what kind of clubs you're playing and what's exciting news that's coming on the 19th? Well, my current set that I was playing at is uh, the Ping G30 golf clubs. Uh, there's a different one. There's a six hybrid, which is a Ping G400. But, you know, pr- pretty much, pretty much they're, they'll be my current set until I get new golf clubs, which is the Ping G430s, so. And are those something that you got fitted for? I'm going to get fitted for. I got fitted for the irons and the wedges, but I'm going to get fit for the rest of the golf clubs. So oh, that's super I'm exciting. Just, I'm just excited. I'm just, it'll help me get longer, and it'll help me just get more people involved in the game of golf. I want to get more people involved. I want to get who, whoever has autism, you know, have their parents buy them a set of golf clubs, have them take them out to the golf course. Mm-hmm. Just a basic golf course doesn't have to be really, really hard. just has to be within the yardages that, you know, people can play from. And stuff. Or they can come here and practice on the yeah. simulator with us, yeah. too. Yeah. That would be fun yeah. to have yeah. people come in with their families and just kind of do some short instructional help. I could help them. You could help them. And just kind of let them adapt to their own swing and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I just want to help people in the game of golf. I just, I just think it. I think it's amazing for me to kind of teach kids how to play the game of golf, but also just kind of have them have fun. Yeah. The main part about golf is having fun. So, <laughs> other than the tough part, the mental part, when you're out there, okay, yeah. what do I have to do to get this little ball in the hole? <laughs> yeah, what do I got to do? What do I got to do to just execute a good shot with a drive? what's the main objective just get it down the middle yeah you know stay out of trouble (laughs) aim properly you know yeah so how i know you're talking about getting people involved how can people get involved or help out with your organization what can they do to help well we've got several different ways um you know people can pledge um we have people that pledge by uh sending an email to charlie's golfing club uh, at gmail.com mm-hmm. and so they can pledge for the season they can pledge a, a basic a standard amount whatever they'd like to pledge or or they can uh, pledge uh, two cents a hole uh, which is thirty dollars for the whole season for our 85 uh, um, course tour mm-hmm. uh, or uh, if they want to donate directly to Charlie's golf tour uh, for mostly traveling expenses um, they can donate on our Instagram page. We have a GoFundMe uh, page uh, that we accept donations for also. And what organizations are you raising money for? Um, the Autism Society of Minnesota, okay. Fraser and Special Ventures, which, which handles kids with autism. 
Okay. And what is Fraser? if people don't know what Fraser is? Uh, well, Fraser's uh, the, the largest organization in Minnesota, um, uh, helping kids and parents with uh, 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 kids and adults with autism. So mm -hmm. mostly they have a school uh, that kids can go to um, uh, for autism and that kind of stuff to, to help them out. Uh, to get through school, yeah. uh, and they also have uh, seminars and classes and, and psychologists and, and, and several different uh, um, areas that, that, that they help people, and, and uh, either adults or, or kids with autism. Um, the Autism Society has a library for um, um, uh, kids and parents with autism, and then they also run camps wow. uh, for kids with autism. Uh, and Special Adventures, our newest um, uh, entry that we've been raising money for, uh, has an event uh, once a month nice. um, uh, that uh, adults uh, with disabilities can go to for free. Um, and uh, uh, we help them out. We want to help them out because we know that uh, there are adults with autism that, yeah. that, that are involved in, the, in that organization. What if people want to... Have you ever thought about what if they want to donate bags or clubs or golf equipment, anything like that? Do you know of any families or businesses or places that could take that to donate to the Autism Society or anybody anywhere? Uh, we haven't we haven't gotten into that okay. that far yet, yeah. so not not certain about that. We'd have to look into that if we were going to get to that point and that kind of stuff, whatever. So perfect. Well, let's talk about some exciting things. How about some of your favorite golf courses, Charlie? I really like uh, Wolf Creek Golf Club in Mesquite, Nevada. It's built in a canyon, wow. and then you gotta just you gotta just play target golf. Yeah, <laughs> yep. just have that mindset. You're gonna hit it down the middle on hole number one. I'm letting Dad drive the cart because I know that <laughs> things can get out of hand. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like if I'm driving the cart, I'd be too tired to play golf. <laughs> yeah, like the the most important part is. That you know the golf course at the back of my mind, mm -hmm. like it's like because I've seen it on the Tiger Woods PGA Tour yeah. golf game, and it's like you know PGA Tour nine, uh, ten, must have been on eleven too. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh man! So like, you know like, what to like I've seen it on the Wii games. It's just me executing at the real golf, real Wolf Creek golf course. Yeah. <laughs> What are some of the other states or golf courses that you've played in? Um, I played at uh, Chambers Bay of Washington State, nice. of, out near Seattle, Washington. Um, I think there was another one that I I like Crow's Nest Pass in Blairmore, oh, yeah. Alberta. That one's really really <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, can't go wrong with Crow's Nest no. Pass. Uh, Banff Springs Golf Club at the Fairmont. That mm -hmm. one was really really nice. Um, so there's a lot of great ones that I played at. It's just <laughs> executing it's when just, you get there. Just, I'm downright thrilled that I, I get invited to so many ones that I cherish and that I want to be able to maybe play them again if possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see all the neat golf courses I've been to and ones that maybe maybe I don't want to go back to, but ones that I feel like that maybe I can go back to mm -hmm. yeah. or ones when you haven't played as good as you want to and you know you yeah. want a redemption round to go back out i can get a redemption at Wolf Creek. <laughs> yes. yeah i know that <laughs> i just have to i just have to know that i'm 
executing at the highest level possible at that golf course because it's not like Oak Marsh. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to play. You got to be strategic golf. You got to know mm-hmm. your aiming lines. You got to know your target lines. Everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does a typical day when you're practicing look like? Uh, normally at like Oak Marsh, if I'm on the driving range, I'd be practicing in the afternoon, just mm-hmm. kind of working on my swing, uh, trying to maybe talk with Angie Aussie about, you know, just watching her on a shot or watching me on a shot, sorry, mm-hmm. just to see with like a nine iron or wedge, how, how am I improving? What do I got to do to improve in the game of golf? And, and, and putting and chipping is, you know, that's that's where I spend the majority of my practice time is chipping and putting because yep. I know that I'm getting quality time versus quantity. Correct. And so <laughs> I want to get a general sense of where are the where are the breaks in the putts, where are the lines of the putts, you know, you know, practicing the three foot circle drill. Mm-hmm. You know, take three balls or four balls, you know, uh have them line up, you know, in a circle mm-hmm. and just Having having a straight up putt, having a right to left putt, having a left to right putt, just every putt that you can learn how to get the ball in the hole. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, just just have that have that mindset. And also if you have a putter that you can line up well, then you can make a lot of putts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really so, important. Yeah. So and, I and having that and having that black line on the putter really really helps because I think that's what the putter I'm going to get. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at taking it straight back, straight through, not any slight art change. Yeah. If I do, you know, just a short backstroke, just like Brant Snedeker would do, even Absolutely. on fast rings. Yep. So it's important too to have that or the putter be visual, so you can see it on the takeaway, on the release. But also have the confidence in it mentally being like, hey, I know this putter. Yeah. I know this putt. I know what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I know what the green's going to do. And whenever I go out practicing, whenever I practice on putting, it's all about confidence. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you line up to the golf ball. Yeah. If, if you don't line up well, you're not going to be very good in putting. And it's like Ben Crenshaw. He's like the best, best putter on tour. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's talk a little bit about who's your favorite Male and female golfer, or who are a few I of them, like, maybe. I like um, Ricky Fowler mm-hmm. would be would be my would be my favorite. He's uh, one of my favorites too. And then uh, on the LPGA side, I'd say Nellie Corda. Perfect. Nellie Corda would be. She's really clutch. Yes, yeah, I know. absolutely. I know. Yes, <laughs> she she looks like she's in herself, wants to do well. You know, she she's not she's not caring about the other people. She's caring about how her game is. You know, mm-hmm. she wants to do well. Uh, you know, I look at Ricky as being, you know, flashy kind of like she, he he looks like he's gonna have a lot of great times out there. Yeah, wants to sign autographs. I just like his personality. Yep. I like I like what he does on and off the golf course. He brings a lot to the tour <laughs> yeah. and to everybody. I think he. But, really... but but I but I think in general he wants to be as good as he can be. Mm-hmm. You know, as, right? As best of a golfer he can he can be, and, and I think he's gone through some swing changes and just stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel confident in him uh, 
a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see. It's not good to see players struggle, but it, as someone that's not on tour, it's good to see players struggle and how they still handle it on and off the course. So if somebody's going through a tough season or a tough slump where they get the yips and they're still positive, still bringing people in. And I noticed that you do that a lot, Charlie, too, when you play. Well, if I, if, I have a, if I have a bad round golf, I don't worry about it because <laughs> I, I, just, I just think that I'm going out there for the excitement. I'm going out there to understand that I'm going to be as good as I can be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so and If I get better, that's fine. So. so I heard a rumor, or maybe it was last time that we talked last weekend, that there's an exciting course maybe in Florida that you're going to be playing sometime soon? TPC Sawgrass. Yep. My favorite hole is 17th, which is a par 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Oh, man, if I could get over that island green. <laughs> yeah. Just with some kind of club. Just yeah. just whatever club I can take to get to that green. <laughs> yeah, we just played there, I think, about a year and a half, two years ago. It is exciting. And when you get there, you are kind of awestruck, like, I'm finally here. Like, I did it. I yeah. made it to 17 at Sadras. Yeah. There's, like, a PJ Tour <clears throat> event called the Players' Championship. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'm playing at a very, very nice golf course yeah Yeah. yep so what are some other golf courses that are going to be new that you're going to play this year um or next year or next year 2024 Um, yeah um let me think about this we're going down to (laughs) new 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 braunfels texas oh so we've never been down to new braunfels in that area is between austin and san antonio okay so there's a course called the quarry in san antonio that we've been alerted to to play uh, and there's a course called uh, uh, The Banded okay. in New Braunfels, oh, nice. uh, among others. So he's going to have probably about seven, eight courses. They're, all of them are going to be new. We've never been down in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in uh, uh, June, uh, well, in, in, in April, we're going to go to Florida. Okay. So we've never been to Florida, so every oh, one fun. of those courses will be new. Absolutely. Uh, that we play at. Uh, we're looking at the Jacksonville area and the Tampa area and the Miami area to play. Yep. And then in June, we're going to be heading to southern Utah first. Okay. We've never been to southern Utah oh, to play. It's beautiful there. So around St. George's, Utah, yep. is there's four courses there that we've been, you know, alerted to to play. Uh, and then from no there, Augusta in there just to stop by or uh, get anything. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the dream, right? <laughs> that would be. That would be exciting. Yes. That would be exciting. Maybe and, 2025. Yeah. And then in August we're heading to Massachusetts. Okay. And he got a couple of invitations to play uh, in Massachusetts on Cape Cod, in and around Boston. Oh wow! And so we're gonna we're gonna play there. He's gonna and those are all be all new courses <laughs> we've never played there. That's He's exciting. He's never played there before, so. So you mentioned Oak Marsh a couple times. Is that your home course that you play at? That's my home golf course. Nice. Steve is a very reliable PGA professional. He's kind of, it, I used to work there because Steve would give me a discount. <clears throat> oh, sure. And it's like, he's been a very, very helpful person because I've gotten a lot of, or I've gotten a few golf lessons with him. So oh, nice. he's, he's, he's thinking about me and, and he's, and he's, and he's, he likes my golf swing, so it's kind of like the way the club impacts the ball. That's very, very important. So. Yep. I think one thing people don't notice, no matter who you are, everybody's swing is individual, and as long as everybody's hitting that ball flush and 
keeps yeah. moving forward and the ball keeps moving forward and you hit it longer, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you just have to you just have to have the confidence knowing that you can execute a shot and if you have a recovery shot, just put it back out in the fairway. Don't go yeah. for the green. Just yeah. figure out a way to get it back on the fairway. Whatever you gotta do. Wedge sandwich, <laughs> you know, pitch it out, you know. Yep. So Oh, go ahead. Best part of Charlie's game is putting. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he practices a lot on that. Yeah. Uh, his longest putt is 86 feet wow. that he had at Soldier Hollow in Midway, Utah. And he's dropped numerous putts uh, of length throughout the years. His longest one this year was 41 feet wow. at the Pampa Country Club. Amazing. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it, we love his short game. Yes. So. And you notice that. Well, you'll for sure notice that when you play in Texas this year and then you go down and play in Florida, the humidity and the dry heat will make those greens a lot different paced. And yeah. when you land on them, the yeah. softness will be there too. Yeah. Have you played in Texas heat before or Florida heat in the summertime? Not during the summertime. Not during the summer. No, no, no. no. We'll be going down there in April. Oh, nice. So okay. So it's not like be, June, July, August where you're June, the high July. heat. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. I We expect. The temperatures in Utah when we go there in June, be yeah, probably pretty hot. But then after that, we leave and go up to Montana. And okay. We'll be playing Montana. So his favorite Montana course is a course called Old Works Amazing. in Anaconda, Montana. It's a Jack Nicholas course, and it was built on an old copper smelter mine. So oh, they wow. have black sand in their sand bunkers. Amazing. I heard and I've seen online. Tell everybody that's listening a little bit of. About your hole in one that you got. Oh, it's, it's flat out amazing. Uh, 155 yards with a four hybrid from the gold tees. <laughs> it's like, I, Dad wasn't there to witness it, but oh. I was there with Russ Veeker, and yeah. I just kind of knew. I didn't even see the ball from the tee, and I and I was in. I was <clears throat> walking to the golf cart, and I was driving down there, and I just kind of saw it. there. Nothing to the front of the green, the back of the green. Oh boy! <laughs> you know the bunker, uh, and and I thought it went in the hole. <laughs> it's like, that was that was oh on hole number eight. That was just oh, flat eight. out amazing. I wasn't. Uh, it was just pretty cool. And Steve had a conversation with me after the round at after Oak the Marsh nine too, holes. right? Yeah, yes. yep. yeah. Okay. He had a conversation. Hole number eight at Oak Marsh. So. Yeah, it was kind of cool. How did it feel when you were taking that ball out of that cup? Felt like I was a champion, <laughs> champion of all get out. I was, I was, I was thinking in my mind, I'd be the king if yes. I made all ones. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you been close other times? I mean, obviously in golf, you're you're close quite a few times. But have there well, have been any others that you really thought number, were going to? Hole number three at Indian Springs Ranch. Okay. So, he was within an inch, so he's oh, been wow. within an inch three times. Yep. Uh, and the previous time was was at Indian Springs Ranch in Eureka, Montana. Okay. And he put it on that par three uh, from 139 yards out. Amazing. And he put it within an inch of the hole. So, You yeah. never cease to amaze me, Charlie. You yeah. are absolutely remarkable. I've, we've been following that. along your journey. Yeah. Yeah. So we've heard about some of your favorite courses outside of Minnesota. What are some of your favorite courses here in Minnesota? I like uh, Hazeltine National because I got invited to play there. Nice. And I was... 
This may not have to do with anything, but I was able to watch the Ryder Cup. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> on, uh, the 2016 Ryder Cup. And I was on Holy Marade, and I thought, Phil Mickelson's going to drain a 50-foot putt, and it's like, it's going to go hysterical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Uh, that, like that, that made that made it down in history, basically. But yeah. uh, but but I but I played Hazeltine National, and it, it it was really really nice. And yeah. And you like Giants Ridge and Bowabic? Oh yes. yes. Yep. And Giants Ridge and Bowabic. Yep. Yeah. Superior National and Lutzen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed yep. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's There's exciting. There's some really, really nice ones out there. So. <laughs> Where's your favorite practice facility in Minnesota that you've practiced at? Do you have one, or is would, it just more would, at Oak Marsh? I would, I would say, I would say Oak Marsh if, okay. I had, if I had the choice. Yeah. You know, I know Troy Burn is kind of a nice practice facility, and mm-hmm. I like Troy Burn, but you know, <laughs> it's kind of like. So, with talking about golf courses, obviously you're going to be playing Sawgrass coming up this next year. Do you have any other courses that you really want to play? You mean that, are not, that, that are not on the schedule? Or yeah, just... that are not on the schedule. Maybe for 2025 or something super, like a really iconic course that you would like. It would be nice to golf at St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm scheduled that one. So yeah, yep. It's kind of like... When is that one scheduled so our viewers know? Well, that's on the plans to go there in 2025. Exciting. Um, Charlie um, has a company that he's been working with that's been supporting him throughout the last year of his tour called Clipped Golf. Okay. Uh, C-L-I-P-P-D. Okay. Uh, and it's out of England. And uh, so they've been allowing Charlie to use their their service um, to uh, kind of uh, measure his game and that okay. kind of stuff. And uh, they're going to assist us on the tour to uh, England and Scotland and hopefully Ireland uh, in uh, 2025. So that's kind of the game plan. It takes a little bit to plan, but uh, that's the game plan for that year. That's an exciting trip to plan. I know playing in Ireland and wanting to play in Scotland, but Ireland was was great. But the old course is the old course, right? Yeah, it seemed like I've seen pictures on it on the internet. The bridge. Just (laughs) just seen it it on the Tiger Woods golf game on the 9-10. Yeah, there's one course that we're all excited about. We've seen pictures of it, and it's called North Berwick. Okay. And it's literally one of the oldest courses in the world. Amazing. In Scotland. And so uh, we're we're excited to to, to be able to get there and, and play there. So. I know when you play a lot of those older courses or even some of the newer courses, I've played Payne's Valley, you just get that feel like this is golf. This is what golf is supposed to be. This yeah. is the history yeah. you know. You yeah. see Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods, Rory, Ricky, all of them, or even further back um, playing there, and it just it kind of gets stuck in your head like, wow, yes. we're doing it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. For sure, it's, is, just, it's just nice to play on a Lynx golf course because it seems like it's it's relatively easy. It's not like Mount Frontenac where it's yeah. it's just like it's you know straight away. It's kind of like you're you're, you're I know you're playing in windy conditions, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's it kind of gives you the freedom that you can just crank it out there however yeah. long you can. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, Chris, for for people that. Haven't seen Charlie swing, so yeah. for the people that have, they they might wonder, 
you know, why does he swing the way he does? Yeah. And a lot of it having to do with Charlie had uh, developed scoliosis. Okay. Uh, before 2013 and in late 2013, he had back surgery, major sure. back surgery Ooh. for that. And so since then, he's had to adjust his swing mm -hmm. to be able to make it work. And he's done really, really good. He, yeah. he, he made it work on his swing. So, you know, if people get on and follow him after this yeah, and, and wonder, you know, why does he swing the way he does? Mm -hmm. uh, he's able to make uh, the club face square by the time it gets there. Sure. It's just that he's had to adjust based on um, uh, the surgery that he had and that kind of stuff. So, How much time did you have off golf when you had the surgery? Uh, well, he had the surgery in middle of December. Oh, okay, in the winter mm -hmm. time, perfect. Yep, nice, yep, good. Yep. And and we were able to start golf uh, on our tour to Texas mm -hmm. uh, in um, late March. Oh wow! So perfect. So it was a pretty serious surgery, but uh, yeah. he was able to make it work, and we came back. And one thing I think people don't realize is, no matter who you are, what swing you have, you're always trying to improve your swing and change it, yes, and I don't really. care if I'm here, I could change my swing 15 times to try different things to make it work. So I could come yeah. in steep, or I could come in shallow, I could have low arms, and, inside and, out. And Steve Walk is very, very proud of me about changing my swing. He's, yeah. he's very, very proud of me. He's, he's just one of the best golf instructors in the U.S. I appreciate Amazing. him. I, I, I want him to, to understand that I'm changing this because I want to be in the U.S. adaptive open. Yeah. I want to get longer. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, combined with the strength training. Mm -hmm. as, as far as I know, I'm trying to improve. You know, golf yep. is all about improvement. How do you, how do you, how do you get from point A to point B or point C or, you know, mm -hmm. What kind of strength training, or do you have any specific meals or type things that you do before you play, or any specific events? Just with me doing the strength training, mm -hmm. I'd normally be kind of making sure my arms are solid, <laughs> making sure that I have big, strong bones. Absolutely. Making sure that my 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 uh, chest is okay, making sure I can stretch properly. Mm -hmm. I like to stretch you know i like yeah. to be able to be fit for golf and understand that exercise is a very important part of the golf swing you want to you want to be fit for golf mm -hmm. so <laughs> is yeah, there anything that cool. you do in the off season in the winter time i try and go to a gym mm -hmm. i try and go and exercise i'm looking at doing six months of that gym membership to kind of get my self kind of more involved in the trainer if I can do that because I want to get more involved. I want to get my, uh, I want to be strong enough where I can hit the ball longer with a driver, but also have the mindset that, you know, I'm going on a treadmill. I'm, I'm taking, taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my responsibility and I'm going to a gym and I'm focusing on what I got to do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty remarkable. Is there anything when you're playing golf that any repetitions or anything that you like to do or pre-golf swing, do you have a certain amount of I, swings or anything? I try I try and make sure that I'm aimed properly to whatever target. So if, yep. I, if I'm aiming for a pine tree, I aim there. Yep. Um, if I aim for a blue flag, I aim there. I, I focus on being diligent about how I 
make sure that if I'm, uh, you know, laying a club down mm-hmm. and I have my feet towards where I'm aiming at, that's, that's important. You know, yep. I want to get, I want to get, quali- I want to get quality time versus quantity, you know, yep, and, and be able to kind of work on changing my swing. I, I take two practice swings before I even hit the golf ball. Yep. I focus on doing that so that I know that I'm getting the best, best enjoyment out of my golf game when I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. I want to get, I want to have fun. You know, yeah. that's what Tom LeClaire told me, you know, more than a couple times is you got to go out there and you just have to have fun. Mm-hmm. It might not matter what the score is right. on the, on the day. You just, you just focus on you being, if you're paired up with somebody, talk to them, talk to them about their favorite equipment, mm-hmm. talk to them about their favorite brands, talk to them about what they, what their favorite golf course is, all that. <laughs> yep. Just, just have that, have that conversation with your group. And, 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 and be able to follow the rules of golf. <laughs> yep. And How, only 14 clubs in the golf bag. Perfect. That's it. There you go. You know or, the rules. Or less than that. And no switching out drivers when you're playing around. What? No switching out drivers when you're playing around. No. 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 That's a big no-no. Everybody that plays golf that knows the rules knows you can't do that. But it is good to see you hit different clubs, different shafts, things like that. What kind of shafts are you hoping to go to in your new clubs? I'm looking at going graphite. Exciting. Um, and I'm looking at, for my driver, I'm looking at going into a senior shaft if I can swing lighter. Because mm-hmm. that, that's the most important part. you you got to know that I can swing faster but also have have that swing speed to get back at the ball. You know? Yep. Just just swing back rather than up. You know, take a nice, easy swing. Don't try and overkill it, you know. Yeah. That's very exciting. I know on the 19th, that second swing, you'll be getting your new clubs or you'll be getting fitted for the other ones too. And I'm looking at Angie Aussie for for her to be there to at least give me some advice or more than enough advice on, you know, clubs and stuff like that, putters, stuff like that. He's, she's a golf professional at Oakmarsh, so she knows better. Perfect. I'm glad (laughs) you're having someone go with you. That's exciting. And I, and I, and if she, if she doesn't make it, that's fine. I'm, I'm kind of sending her a message and she's got school, but she, she, she doesn't have to stay for the whole fitting. She can only, she can figure out how to stay for (laughs) part of the fitting and, 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 and make it work. But nice. That's really exciting. So we have golf courses we've talked about. We've talked about golfers. Is there anything other than your driver that you are going to be working on this winter other than working out? Do you want to work on more distance with your irons, hitting your irons differently? Um, just to the fact that I want to make sure and have that iron squared at the ball, mm-hmm. you know, not, not close the iron, just have it neutral, Yeah. you know. Have that have that mindset where you're just gonna hit a straight ball, you know? Yeah. Just, just have that motion, and it's, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing this for golf, and I'm doing it for a lot of people. Absolutely. So, well, and I it's... like I like when people follow me. I think that's kind of cool that I've been seeing all this stuff happening, and I want to improve, and I want to be the best golfer I can be, no matter what, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people that do follow you follow along your journey and like to help out. And hopefully with the podcast and with other things that we're doing, we can get more people to yeah. follow. 
that's really yeah. exciting and that's important. Yeah. And especially having the younger generation or people that don't know anything about golf in the autism world, in any world, disability or not, know that it is well, an individual game. It seems like if you have a person who has a disability that wants to take up golf, they yeah. can. You Absolutely. know, that, that's, that's the message that I would send to anybody, yeah. anybody within the United States. Just have that, have that plan where if you want to get a set of golf clubs that are fit, you know, you got to mm -hmm. buy them off the rack, just get them fit, you know, just, just hit a lot of balls on the grinding range. Focus on that, you know, mm -hmm. focus on chipping and putting, you know, focus on, um, you know, the golf rules, you know, mm -hmm. golf rules are Those especially are important. important because, yes. you know, if you're not following the rules on one particular day, then so be it. It's not good. Right. So, um, like, like if, you, if, if, if a person marks his ball on the green, mm -hmm. you know, you, you let the furthest out putt, mm -hmm. you know, you figure out a way to, if, if, if like I was five feet in and you were 30 feet, you putt first, you yeah. know, and I mark my ball, you know. Yeah. And make sure it's not in their line. You yeah. can move it a little bit after you mark it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, exciting. And then, you, and then you stand out of the way so that the person can putt. You, you never want to stand where a person can see you. Or your shadow, yeah. really. <laughs> That's a really bad thing. Yep. Have you had people that obviously you played a lot of golf have hit into you or not followed the rules or anything that you've even played with? I think there was one hole at Goodrich where I was hitting a driver and there was a person that was – I. I I guess I yelled for, but there was a ball that was rolling underneath their legs. And oh, it's no. like, oh, man. Yeah, but it's, it happens. It's kind of like maybe you don't see that, or I might have hit a really great drive, mm -hmm. not even notice what the person was doing. The, the, the person might have reacted differently than what I would have known. Yeah. Um, I think, I think in life, I mean, obviously every golfer has accidentally hit into people, but if you're doing it the right way and you yell for, you didn't mean to do it because I think you and I both know the longer you wait on a golf course for that next shot, chances are you're going to be a little more, it's going to be a little more difficult to hit that shot. So it's like yeah. you hurry up and wait. Yeah. You hurry up and wait. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, that's, that's my observation. And I, and I just want to be courteous of what, I'm doing mm -hmm. <laughs> with, with, with the players that are in my group, you know, figure yeah. out a way, you know. Other than the hole in one that you've had, do you have any memorable shots at any courses that you just automatically play back in your head? Cause you were like, wow, I did that really well. I really I mean, executed. I'd say hole number three at Indian Springs ranch. Okay. I would say that would be the highlight. I think, mm -hmm. um, Hey, I, I, I kind of knew, I kind of knew at the time what I was what I was doing because I had to visualize the shot yep. and determine, you know, was I, was I going to hit a straight ball on it? And I did, but I had to get underneath it. So it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then that shot, Charlie took a f um, six hybrid, six hybrid, yeah. which is okay. his 130 yard club mm -hmm. with his previous set. Wow. And he took a six hybrid. He, we had 139 to the flag. But what we wanted was we wanted the ball to hit the front face of the green yep. uh, before the green, hit it and bounce up onto the green, and then, of course, no telling where it would roll. Right. And when we got on down there, it came to within an inch. That was that was a shot. Amazing. Yeah. 
The other shot that I thought was amazing was earlier this year when we were at a course called Wildstone in Cranbrook, British Columbia. It's hole number five, very scenic hole. His approach shot got him within five to seven feet wow. um, coming downhill into the hole. So yeah. that was kind of cool. I think it was with a nine iron, and that was, uh, that was an amazing shot, I'd yeah. say, too. So. Yeah. When you hit those shots, I know just watching them, you're almost like, oh, my gosh, is this going to go in? What's it going to do? Is it going to have a great bounce? Is it going to take a side bounce? It's, it's, well, you, it's see the re- you see the result whenever you make a great shot. Yeah. You, know, you, you see that. You feel and, it, and that's <laughs> And that's what I see is if I, if I make a great shot, then, then I'm glad that I've executed it. You know? yep. I'm glad that I took the time. I'm not, I'm not rushing. You know, I'm not rushing to judgment. I'm trying to understand that I'm trying to take a couple practice swings, yeah. you know, take my time, not not be rushed, you know. Yeah. I understand if there's a if there's a group behind me. Right. You know, then 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 I don't have to really rush. I just want to make sure that I take an appropriate amount of time to to <laughs> visualize the shot and you know, execute, you know. Yep. Is there any, oh, go ahead. So, yes, I, you know, I know Charlie very well. So, lo and behold, I I tell this story that uh, he was playing Indian Springs Ranch. Yeah. That's our course that we play out in Montana a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so he played his first round. It doesn't get dark there until about 10 p.m. in the summertime, late in the summer, or uh, middleway through the summer. And uh, so we're, uh, Charlie's in the midst of shooting in 84. Wow. Um for his first round and we're walking up 18 and I'm realizing he's going to turn around to me and ask me if he can play another round. And literally five steps later, he turned around and asked me, he did. Can I play another round? Of course. Let's go see what, what, what they have. Right. Well, he gets out on the second round and I knew on hole number three that he was going to have the round of a lifetime as I'd call it. Cause he ended up shooting a 73. The par there is 71. Good job. Awesome. I'm proud of you. Part of 71, he had two double bogeys on the back nine. Wow. But he ended up with uh, four birdies, ten pars, uh, a couple of bogeys, and a couple of doubles. And uh, he ended up with a 73. The par there is 71. Wow. But I could tell on that third hole he was going to be smoking He's on fire. He's on fire, yeah. So you've shot in a 73. Any goals for this year, like a 72 or another 73, or do you want to go lower? Just focusing, just focus on chipping and putting around the greens. Yep, Just absolutely. have that have that mindset whenever you go up and down, you make the putt. Mm-hmm. You know, get it within, you know, get it in a, an appropriate, appropriate amount to the hole, mm-hmm. like an inch, you know, yeah. two inches, three inches. Um like if, if if you're if you're on a par four and you get a green in regulation, just have that mindset. If you're thirty feet out, just get it close. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry about dropping it in. If you drop it in, it's a bonus. But yep. yeah, the other way we raise money, Chris, is if the golf course donates the round. Okay. And we have a lot of golf courses that donate the round. Wow. Uh, if they donate the round, then we donate a certain amount back to the charities, to the three okay, charities. Okay, nice. So it's all done in one lump sum form at the end of the year. Perfect. But we figure out how many golf courses that um, donated the round. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and, then we, and then we take that, divide it among the three charities, and that kind of stuff, whatever is part of our 
donation. Is there a way that other golfers out there that are listening, if they want to donate around, they can certainly do that? Or how? what do they do? They just email you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I mean, if uh, you know, we've met actually a lot of golfers that have been followers of Charlie online yeah. that uh, <clears throat> we would meet them at a particular golf course perfect and they would pay for the golf course and i we, we consider that a donated round as well as the golf course okay. donating around nice um and so yes that 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 option's always available because we're always interested in doing that and then charlie gets to play with somebody and yeah. we have a great time yeah. yep yeah. i know that we're super excited um the couple birdie side of things but sun control to have you out to tpc this year and we're going to try to do it as close year, to the right? 3m open sure. as possible that way you Thank get you. the real PGA Tour feel. I think well, once you've you. done that and you've played on those courses, you can see the rough is a lot thicker and the greens have been rolled an extra couple times. The yeah. stands are set up. Yes. That is an amazing feeling when you're out there. You're really kind of like, okay, we're going to play like the pros play. Like in my mind, like what would Ricky do or what would, you know, Rory do or anybody like that? How would they get it in there? But it's also smart play. Yeah. Not just, hey, I'm 200 yards mm -hmm. out. I'm going to knock this close. Do I want to do that or do I want to hit it? 150 yards and leave a 50 yard shot yeah. just have that mindset where you're going in there at tpc of blaine and just having fun but yeah. you know if, if you hit a bad shot don't worry about it just just there's have always that, another just, shot just, just have that <laughs> mindset where you're going to try and get the ball on the green on your second shot mm -hmm. if you're on a par four and you say if you hit a seven iron just focus on getting that ball on the green yep. and if you're if you're on the back of the green you're having to maybe chip down to the hole a little bit but you know figure out a way to make pars yeah. <laughs> pars and birdies and by the way possible. charlie's had four eagles amazing all yeah. on par fours on par fours all of them wow. on par fours so that's his, remarkable his last golden eagle yeah. Uh, his last eagle was at an aptly named course called Golden Eagle in Cookville, Imagine Tennessee. That. You want to go back to yeah. Golden Eagle yeah. then? Yes, yeah. Cookville, Tennessee. <laughs> he took his tee drive and then he took his second shot from 119 yeah. yards out. Amazing. And he screamed that ball down the hill right into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's fun. Just, yes. Just, uh, just amazing to kind of see the progress that I've been making in golf. I want to have a lot more progress moving forward. Yeah. But but I, I just think that if I if I make a lot of progress going into that US adaptive open, I will know that I'm putting myself yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. And I think the new clubs will help that too. It's just yeah. once you get them getting used to them yeah. before the season starts yeah. and before you right. start playing. So yeah. That I can hit the shot that's necessary. You know? And have yeah. the actual accurate yeah. distance. Because yeah. I know when you were playing last week, even right. hitting my graphite shafts. You're getting a lot more distance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll be something that hopefully we'll be able to work on a lot before we leave to New Braunfels. Yeah. But I get a good feeling that after we get to New Braunfels, because there. of the warmer weather, we're going to be doing a lot of testing. Oh, to, absolutely. To, to know, yeah. you know. So take this, this is what shot. I hit on a simulator, but it's six. It could be six yards further. But take the shot and see what club right. you're going to actually use. Right. Getting to know those yeah. again. Yep. So it's yeah. like it's so it's like I'm I'm trying to be more serious about golf and the fact that I want to focus on yardages. Yeah. You know, how far am I hitting each club? Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 just figure out the appropriate distance if it's uphill, if it's downhill. Now, if I if if it's you know maybe 130 yards and it's uphill, maybe I take more club. Right. You know, 
and 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 you gotta you gotta just figure that out in your mind you know and and you know uh i would like to keep a yardage car with me so that i know mm-hmm. if it if 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 i'm 130 yards then i pick this club yeah. you know the, the the club will be on that sheet you know? absolutely <laughs> and yeah i will know what club to pick out because that's very important mm-hmm. and and i and i also you know, measure with a range finder yeah. so that I know rather than me walking off to the, to Taking whatever the plate up. it is, yep. whether it's a hundred yard plate, whether it's a 200 yard plate, I have a, a range finder so I can just look in there and see how far it is to the flag, you know, how far it is to like a pine tree. If I want to just kind of hit it to there and, you know, yeah. <laughs> hit it up to the green. Slopes. Uh, Do you have slopes on your range finder? Do you know? Yes, I would. No. Not no, yet? No, okay. Not yet. No. I know they're I not just, legal when you're playing in tournaments, but some of the rangefinders have the slope on their so shoes. So I just, I just know in my mind that I just want to go for the accurate heritage. If I can find that out, no. Yes. You know. And trust and, and, and if I if I'm taking it too long, I, I can I can back off of the club. You know, I, I'll know that. And, and if I'm hitting it maybe too short, then I can, you know figure that out as well so it's kind of like and 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 you know when i'm whenever i'm playing in windy conditions if the mm-hmm. wind's blowing in i take more club right if it's if it's if it's blowing out then i figure out what kind of club i should use mm-hmm. to kind of get to the green but yeah i think one of the goals is to get the ball closer on the approach shot to the mm-hmm. hole yep uh, I think that's going to be one of our goals because you know your putting is of, down, or you yes, know you've right, got the yeah. putting, or you're yes. constantly working yeah. on that, but getting yeah. it closer. Right. I'm just trying to work on all aspects everything. of my game. That I, you know, it, and, and 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 everything's important in the game of golf. So I want to figure out how I can be prepared to play in this U.S. Adaptive Open yes. by knowing my yardages, knowing what clubs I need to pick out. I assume there's not going to be a caddy. I don't know about that. Correct. All I know is I'm focusing on on, on playing within myself yeah. and talking to the people that are with me, what they like about golf, what yeah. they what they what they like to do on their off time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just just so stuff you can that's... bring something home with you too. Be like, hey, I learned something really great. What's today. your favorite golf ball? What's your favorite yeah. golf club? What's your favorite golf course? Yep. Um, what's your favorite NFL team? You know, right. there, there, there's just other stuff that people like rather than golf. And I like bringing that up, you know, um, and, and, and I used to not like to play with people, but now I'm getting the sense that 99.9% of people are really, really nice people, yeah. but I'll never know that unless I play with them. Right. And so I, I have to know in my mind that I'm respecting other people, and I am. I want to. I want to be able to just talk to people at the right times. Right. Not when they're swinging a golf club. <laughs> right. Not when they're putting. Not when they're chipping. None of that. I want to. I want to know in my mind that um, I'm talking to them about the right things. Just, just, just stuff that they'd like to do. Just. And- what their favorite restaurant is, what their favorite, uh, you know, <laughs> just small talk kind of but to talk. learn. Yeah. So Charlie's come a long ways. I know that he wasn't as verbal before and he, playing by yourself versus playing with other people is yeah. very difficult because when you play by yourself, you hone in on the game. You can really focus on, yeah. Hey, I really yeah. want to work on yeah. my approach shots. I want to, 
I want to just try that putt one more time. You can drop it and do it again. Where if you're playing with other people, you haven't. Maybe tell the viewers a little bit about his journey and how he got to where he is today and how he's been in the past. Well, the biggest thing, you know, in regards to people with autism, they're 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 shy. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they don't want to look at people, uh, look them straight in the eye, that kind of stuff, whatever. And so, when Charlie took up golf, when he actually liked to do that. Um, at uh, the class that we took was late in the year, so Charlie got out on the course, and there was not a lot of people playing mm-hmm. at, the, at that time, uh, August into September, into October, and so uh, in 2009, and so uh, after Charlie took it, he was mostly playing by himself. I mean, yeah. I, I'd go along and, and, and that kind of stuff, whatever, but mostly he was playing by himself, and I'd always told Charlie that, you know, there's going to be a time where you're going to be playing with somebody. And, you know, he dismissed it, dismissed it, and, and, and that kind of stuff, whatever. And in the spring of 2010, we got to the point of the golf courses are getting more busy, and we were at uh, a course close by to our house. And uh, the uh, person checking us in had told us literally as we were walking out the door uh, saying, and by the way, Charlie, I, I have you paired up with a retired couple from Wisconsin. And so that set it off because then Charlie asked, do I have to play with them? Do I have to play with them? And, you know, we we went through that. And so finally, you know, he realized that these people were very nice people and, and, and it all worked out. But, but even after that, in the car, after that, I told him, I said, Charlie, you know, uh, you know, 95 to 98% of the golfers are really nice people, but you're never going to know that unless you play with them. Yeah. Um, and, and since then, of course, Charlie, as he said, 99.1, he thinks it's a lot higher, so that's good. Absolutely. Uh, but, but yes, uh, it, it's, it's taken them time uh, yeah. to understand that, that people are nice and they want to play with you. And, and, and for the, mo- the vast majority of people uh, want to be out there and they just want to have fun and just want to play. Yeah. And so Charlie realized that over time, and that allowed him to go up and talk to people and, 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 and play with them. And, mm-hmm. and ask questions and have a good time. So, Perfect. so in the, in that aspect, it was that was probably one of the best things was having golf in that world. Yep, and him. golf is still about improving your own game. Yes. Even if you're playing with others, it's learning about them. Yes, but it's also learning the rules playing with other people too. So that yeah. helps. So yeah. you're always constantly learning and improving. Yeah. Have you? I think, oh, I, think I think being on the PGA Tour, you're playing with groups of people and so that yeah. that's that, that that that's kind of similar to you know in terms of recreation just playing with people but i know it's different because they're making money and stuff mm-hmm. like that so. it's a different ball game even when you have other people out there um when you start to play in tournaments you have people following following along trying to be in your zone enough to know hey i've got to block out that the people are there but, but, but whenever you play in tournaments i assume that you don't get help from other people nope. because you're focusing on what club to pick out it's no like advice. whenever i was at tartan <laughs> i was in matches yep and it's like dad couldn't dad couldn't assist me with anything he's, right. he's trying it, I, I'm, I'm trying to do my own way, and I'm trying to do as best I can. Yeah. I'm being responsible in the clubs that I'm picking out for myself. Absolutely. So it, it's kind of like I have to do things my own way with golf mm-hmm. if I'm in a tournament. Now, yes. if I'm now if I'm just out there for fun, yeah. I, I I get it. I, I'm trying to <laughs> hone Six in iron, on what I got to do. Yeah. Just just have that plan where. 
if I need to ask that a question, I will mm-hmm. on, on, on something, whether it's a putting line, whether it's yeah. something. If I'm in a tournament, that's different. You know, yeah. I got to be able to, 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 to read my own putt, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and I know that's and I know that's hard for me to do. But at the same time, I'm walking, uh, you know, on the opposite side of the hole and I'm looking down and I'm literally kneeling and I'm figuring out. Where is this putt going to go? Yeah. You know, how do I need to have the proper speed? You mm-hmm. know, um, if I'm a, if I'm, uh, if I have a downhill putt, then I just kind of tap it lightly. It doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be excessive. You know, yeah. if I'm going uphill, then I just hit it harder. You know, yeah. give it a um, lot more, but it's kind of like reading my own putt. That's important. Yes. Um, you know, because putting is all about confidence. Absolutely. And 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 whether or not you make it to the hole is a different story. I just mm-hmm. think you got to be able to learn how to putt good and have the right line. Yeah. And be able to have confidence in what you believe in your heart that this is what I think it's going to do. And just have your yep. head still over the ball. Yep. You don't have it be moved. You know? Don't swing the putter back and forth around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah see. The, the lowest amount of putts that Charlie's had in 18 holes yeah. was that lost spur in Egan. Okay. It's a nine-hole course, so he played it twice. Yep. He had 24 putts in that round. Wow. Amazing. So, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. yeah. What's the most amount of rounds that you've played in a day, or how many holes? I would say 54. 54. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that seems to be a lot of holes, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm, I, keep on, I keep on going with golf and it just it just seems like 54 holes can be not tired for me because mm-hmm. I'm used to playing golf. Yep, you know, absolutely. it's it's kind of like it's kind of like if I'm walking or if I'm taking a cart, I, I I understand that it might not be a slog, but again, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when we were in Montana on a trip, he played 36 holes for six consecutive days. Yep. That gets so, to be, it, yes. it's fun, but you yeah. start to kind of get monotonous too. Yes. So if something goes wrong, it's going to kind of drag with you yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Right. I know we've played four rounds in one day. Um, we did that three or four times through the summer, not last summer, but the summer before, just because we only have one day a week. We're working all the time. It's like, yeah. all right, we're going to go golf. We're going to leave at five in the morning and let's, let's go. Right. But you do notice that pretty quick. And when yes. you're all done, you're like, no matter what I did through that whole round, my seven iron wasn't on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do when you kind of get in a slump, Charlie? How do you get out of it? I just focus on <coughs> just drinking beverages, mm-hmm. just just have that plan where if I need a snack, I'll get a snack from the beverage cart. Yeah. I, I just I just kind of have that mindset that you know, I'm the one that's responsible in golf, so I need to kind of control my feelings, have that motion where, mm-hmm. you know, just 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 be happy for other people. Yeah. You know, just just have that mindset, be excited of what they're doing, and be excited about what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. and and just just kind of, you know, think just think about good thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, think so, happy thoughts. Yeah. Yep. What's your go-to snack out on the golf course? Like uh, 
salted double. Okay, yep. I don't it's know why. I, I, I know good. I like Snickers. I just have yeah. a preference for salted nut Well, the chocolate on the really Snickers healthy. melts when you're out there a lot of yeah. times, too, yeah, and it gets on it. your hands, and you don't yeah. want to have your hands greasy. Yeah, salted nut roll, and, and uh, I like, I like uh, I'm starting to drink more water, and I've been drinking water. Nice. So it's, it's nice to have a bottle of water with me. Um, I, I get a lemon-lime Powerade if I feel like that I want to get some more energy. Yeah. Uh, not as healthy, but, but, but I take it in. And so. it'll give you some electrolytes. Yeah. You can always pour water yeah. into it. You, yeah. can, you can make it better. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a nice snack. Thinking, thinking good. So. Prior to having a big round or a tournament, anything like that, the night before, do you have any rituals or anything that you like to do, or do you just kind of mentally stay positive and get ready for the day, or do you get your clubs ready the night before or anything? Um, I clean them. Mm-hmm. I, I have a bucket of uh, soapy water and kind of a nylon brush, uh, yeah. kind of a golf brush, and I just kind of clean them in the kitchen. Yep. Um, just, just clean the grips, just clean whatever I need to get done. Um, it's just nice to have a clean set of golf clubs before your round of golf. That's yeah. just the way I see it. Yeah. Um, don't want to have anything dirty, not any dirt, build up debris, anything like that. Right. I, I just, I just have that mindset of, you know, get enough balls before your round of golf. Have a uh, golf yeah. glove. Don't have enough balls, tees. Have enough golf um, you know, have enough golf towels. If you have one or two, yeah. you can bring in. Um, put a pair of golf shoes in your bag. Just have that mindset. I know yeah. you don't want to overload your bag. Right, but, but you might need and it. Don't break the zipper either. So <laughs> enough of that. Uh, yeah, but 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 I think you got to carry as many golf essentials as you can. Yep but not overload your bag where your back gets tense and you have, right. <laughs> and, and you start, you know, having Feeling tension it. on your back, yep. you know, and, and I like carrying a carry bag. I, yep. I just don't like having a cart bag or anything right. like that. I just like to kind of carry it on two straps yep. and just kind of walk with it, you know, have yeah. that, have that mindset of like, if, if I'm at a tartan match, just focus on carrying because yep. you know that, you, you can't ride ride in a golf cart. Yeah. You know, well, it's can't a do different that. game walking too. Like you're yeah. more in the zone. Yeah. Like you're thinking about your shot as you go up when you're riding in a cart. It's kind of more the social thing where you're going to be talking a little bit. Yeah. But when you're walking, you're really honing in. Okay, I know I'm 200 out now. I know I'm 150 out. I may have pine straw. I may have sand in front of me. Or in a cart, you're just like, all right, you're already there. Yeah. 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 So anything exciting that's to come other than your trip to Scotland? We know you have sawgrass. We have a lot of stuff coming up, working on your new clubs. Anything else that you want to share with the viewers? Just kind of kind of maybe going to the Midwest Golf Dome and kind yeah. of working on that, kind of just maybe getting the bucket pass and kind of hitting a couple buckets. And coming here, you just, can see just, the numbers, yeah. too. That's important, and maybe too. And maybe going to Braemar, maybe. Yeah. Maybe once. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll have to kind of think about that a little bit further. Um, but but they, they have what's called kind of track banner. They have something like that yep. where you can just know where it is. And it's like 80 yards back of the dump. So, Absolutely. And we're looking at seriously at a trip to Arizona and California oh, fun. in 2025 also. Oh, so, very good. Yeah. We kind of got it figured out that we're going to have a northern Minnesota golf swing. Yep. Uh, and we're going to have uh, the trip to 
to England in the UK. Yep. And then we're seriously looking at a trip to California and Arizona. Outstanding. Just combining both of those two states. Yep. Um, Hit them both while you're yeah. there. Yeah. Hit them both while And there's a there. lot of variation in those two courses. Arizona, yes. you'll have the yeah. more role. And then yeah. California, it's talking about your shirt and your work. And Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, I know Robert's impressed by me. And, and he's letting me go on out golfing at certain times. And it's it's neat to have an a, 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 a a general manager that really cares about what I'm doing for autism, but yeah. also my work situation yeah. for him to understand that I'm, I, I get to go places. You know, that he's letting me do all this. Yeah. Um, so I've been working really hard earlier today, and he's impressed. And if I keep working, I'll be impre- more impressed. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal is to just stay on your game, whether it's work, life everything like that yeah so we've talked a lot about golf we've talked a lot about the different golf courses is there anything that you or any advice you could give to younger players or people with autism as they start out in their journey to not get or not be happy with the game just to not get frustrated with it just uh focus on you playing your best game but also having fun just 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 being being excited for what you have and that you can you can everybody can play golf you know yeah. you know it's 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 kind of like the it's you know it's kind of like me taking up swimming you know i used to take up swimming and you know i didn't really like it as much and i thought that maybe golf was going to be the sport of a lifetime and i wanted yeah. to just understand that <laughs> you know it, it's all about having fun, and I go back to that, you know. That's a great and, 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 and just having, you know, b- being excited, excited about golf, but also teaching, you know, the game in a way that would make golf coaches be considerate of you, like, mm-hmm. like teaching basic things, you know, mm-hmm. how to grip the golf club, right. you know, where to stand on an iron shot. Um, you know, uh, just, just things that they would kind of know, uh, how, how do you, how do you get into, how do you learn how to get out of a greenside bunker? Yeah. What, what do you got to do? Um, so like the important part of chipping is having follow through, you know, mm-hmm. teach, teach the, the kids how to do that. If you're on the fringe, you just, you know, I would rather just putt, you know, right. <laughs> have yep. that mindset. Um, you don't really have to take a lob wedge and fly it all the way to the hole. Right. You know, just just have that mindset: uh, minimum air time, maximum ground time. Yep. You know? <laughs> do you? That's the rule I'm putting. Do you but think in the future, be, Charlie, you'll want to give some lessons or help some of the younger generation or the kids out or anybody I would, else? I would like to have people understand for the for the kids that want to play the golf game. Yeah. Just have fun, but also, you know, hit 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 shots on the driving range that you think the kid can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they hit one bad shot, that's fine. If they hit more than a couple, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just 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 teach the game in a way that would have them be in a good behavior. Don't get mad at them. Don't get frustrated right. at them. Don't 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 be. Um, throwing clubs or doing anything, just have that mindset where you're teaching the kid 
how to play at least a good game of golf. You know, it doesn't have to be great. It just has to be good, you know. Uh, Even, you know, take them out on a par three golf course. Mm -hmm. You know, take them out to Cedar Home. They'll experience it for themselves. I want them to understand that they can, they can, they can, Play the game of golf, um, and and if they get to the PGA Tour someday, that's fine. Yeah. I can say I helped you get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just helping out the just helping out the kid. Don't don't try and spread rumors. Don't even say bad words. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's all about having fun. I mean, go go back to that. Yeah, yeah. and it's also honesty and respect and integrity to how you carry yourself out there because if you don't follow the rules while you're having and have, fun and have the right golf equipment yep. and you know if, if if the coach tells you you gotta go practice go practice mm-hmm. figure out a way to get a bucket of balls just hit balls because <laughs> when you're first yep. starting out you you don't know how to be on a real golf course right so it's kind of like if you if you hit balls, you work your way up to to, to a par three golf course. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday go go to a championship golf course. Right. You know, if you're good enough to be at least competitive, you know, to to play a real golf course. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people don't know that they want to go out to the real golf course right away. Probably and, and, because and, of COVID a little and, bit. And my but... observation to beginners that want to play the game of golf. You don't have to score on a scorecard. Right. Just play. Just just have that have that confidence where you're not caring about the score. Right. You're 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 just caring about how you play, but also talk to people about different other things. Mm-hmm. And 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 realize that golf is just a game. That's what Tom LeClaire told me once. Yep. It's just a game. It's, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it might not matter. And I'm just saying that now. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of like if, if they have a range finder, if a junior has a range finder, let their parents buy one. Have, have yep. them shoot the flag. Yeah. Uh, or to, if they don't know. know how to pace it off and know your distances. And, and also keep a coin with you, a ball marker, what, what, whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and if they if they want to walk, they can because they're on a par three golf course. Yeah. Um, have drinks and snacks with them. Yep. Um, you know, it, they can wear tennis shoes if they want, but if they want to purchase their own golf shoes, mm-hmm. you know, Do no it. no metal spikes right. <laughs> prohibited. <laughs> it gets dangerous with metal spikes on those bridges and yeah. cement and everywhere else too these days. Well, we. Uh, yep. Go ahead. It's just one of the best sports to play. Golf is. is one of the best. I okay. agree with that. It's and, your passion. And, it's my passion. But a lot of other people, I think, would really understand once you start playing. It's amazing. It's like Tiger Woods started whenever he was three. Mm-hmm. And so my observation is you're you're only good until you're good enough to play. Right. And it's kind of like... Um, you know, he, he had to work his way up. Tiger Woods literally had to work his way up, mm-hmm. just getting there to, to play in, you know, tournaments and try and, you know, have his best clubs in hand so he can win majors because yeah. majors were a big part of what he did. <laughs> and it's like he was he was demolishing the whole field and was hitting it 30 yards further than anybody else. And it's yeah. like... Nobody's a natural in golf either. There's no yeah. such thing as a natural. Well, there is a natural golfer if you put in the time. 
but nobody's going to go out and there. Tiger and Woods was one of the best legends of the golfing game, Absolutely. and I and I would also say Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. And 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 there were some greats that were out there. Um, yeah. it, it's just you got to play within yourself, yeah. and you got to know you're 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 gonna. You, if you if you if you really have a bad day on the golf course, don't worry about it. Right. Just just focus. Just have that mindset that you you're just gonna do as best you can for all eighteen holes. Mm-hmm. Because you never wanna quit after your eighth hole. You wanna no. keep going. Right. And that's what dad told me. He told me just just focus on you being diligent, having respect. Um you know, if 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 you quit after the eighth hole, you're not gonna like it. No, you'll you'll just kind of you'll get used to throw quitting, it, throw quitting your golf clubs and wonder yeah. why why am I why am I doing this? And and it's like you you got to be able to be prepared in the game of golf, just like a junior would. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of one of Charlie's favorite days mm-hmm. is when he goes on out to play. And the best way I'll describe this to you is the Autism Society every year has a golf fundraiser. Oh, amazing. So what they do is we pick out a hole, uh, par three always, Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the four usually par threes at the place they're playing at. And uh, at the Royal Golf Club, when they had their autism fundraiser there, uh, they had Charlie on hole number 12. Okay. And, of course, we learned that hole number 12 was the last hole that Arnold Palmer designed mm-hmm. before he passed away. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, nevertheless, whatever, what they do is they put Charlie out there, and for an extra donation of $20 mm-hmm. uh, to the Autism Society of Minnesota, uh, Charlie can join their team as their fifth golfer. Okay. So, essentially, what he does is he'll take the first tee shot for them. They still take theirs. And he'll take the first putt for them. Okay. Nice. And so, you know, as I joke around with the players or whatever, mm-hmm. depending on the field, how many people are in the field, he takes more tee shots and putts yeah. than Absolutely. anybody else in the whole field. <laughs> sure does. He's just doing it at the same hole. Yeah. So, uh, uh, essentially, that's one of his funnest days of the mm-hmm. year is when he does And also interacting with people, telling them what their favorite golf courses are. Mm-hmm. Um just just having that mindset where if you if you walk up to the green that you're just excited, you're just thrilled that you're out there on old number twelve. Yeah. <laughs> and the people we've done this for, do the well. Autism Society, mm-hmm. Frazier, they say that Charlie's hole is the highest fundraising hole they have. Amazing. Period. I know on my working side at Sun Control, we have multiple associations. What if people out there in their associations or other groups wanna have Charlie out there? For their associations and let him raise money on his own. Is that something that you guys would be up, be up to or have yes. done? Yes, okay. and we've done that before. Uh, we, we have done it the last several years for the Fridley Columbia Heights Rotary Club. Okay. They have their annual uh, golf fundraiser uh, at the Refuge yeah. in Oak Grove. Yep. And so they put Charlie on hole number three, which is a perfect hole. It's literally the perfect hole yep. uh, for Charlie to be at. Um, but he's at number three. They allow us to raise money for the autism Perfect. in which we split it uh, throughout the three charities um, while they're raising money in their yeah. event yep. for uh, their their uh, charities and, and how they're um, handling their money and that kind of stuff, whatever. Yes, Perfect. we've done that before. And it's kind of like if we can find the appropriate day yeah. 
that they're having it works in our schedule yep. for having their event and we're in town mm-hmm. uh we'd be more than willing to do that so perfect so we, we know a lot of different ways people can reach out again why don't you reiterate again for the viewers how people can find you where they can find you at what your email address is etc yes well they can get uh go on if they want to email uh they can go to charlie's golfing club uh no apostrophe yep. uh, c-h-a-r-l-i-e-s charlie's golfing club at gmail.com mm-hmm. or you can find charlie on facebook and instagram <laughs> yeah. at charlie's golfing club yeah. and okay. so right now charlie has 55 54,500 followers Amazing. Uh, on instagram for all throughout the world and uh so we'd be happy to have you join us uh, absolutely and i charlie's mean i know i, know I am and Thank you. Charlie, thank you are you. amazing. Thank, thank you for hosting me today. You we bet. I, we that. really appreciate it, having it, you it here. It means, means a lot more to the game of golf, and I want to express to other juniors who want to play the game that they can do it for themselves. Yeah, anybody and, and can. I, and, I, and I want them to experience it. I want them to be humble. I want them to be very nice. And and I could and I could teach them, you know, proper grip, how to yeah. grip the golf club. Yeah. You know, you, you, you got to be able to grip it lightly. Don't grip it too tight, you know, and, and, and focus on you standing with the middle of your irons. Yep. Just to have that, have that plan, but, you know. For sure. I mean, I know we could always, like we talked before, we could have people come in here, and between you and I, we could help give them lessons and get them yeah. set up and just learn the yeah. game, enjoy it, have yeah. fun, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just It's just one of the great golfing games, and, I, I would not. I, I would. Ne- I would not want to take up football if I had the chance. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. I've played a lot of sports growing up, and I. I can say myself. I mean, my father was a professional athlete. He played professional baseball. I've played basketball, volleyball, every other sport that you can think of. But. I've. I've, I've invested the time to practice yeah. and to be as. You know, great of a golfer as I can be. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've invested that opportunity to practice at Oak Marsh. Yeah. To see Steve because he's excited to see me. Yep. And he's excited that I'm able to go on out there and just practice. Mm-hmm. And I want him to know that if I have any questions with him on my golf swing, I let him know. Yeah. You know, I let him know what what I need to do. I need to work on this. What um, can I do? <laughs> you know, learning how to. You know, turn your hands over. Yep. You know, there, there's stuff that there's stuff to work on, and, and there's away. always something to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, you know, chipping, putting. You know, full swing. So, Charlie, um, what what is your favorite hole that you played? The favorite hole that you played? I was sitting there thinking it <laughs> might be the cliffhanger at uh, Great uh, Yep, at Grey Wolf, Wolf in Panorama, yeah. British Columbia. Is that hole number six? I think that was six. Yeah. Well, number six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah it was a hundred. I thought it was seven. Was it seven or six? I thought it was six. Six. Yeah. yeah. What is the yeah. whole like? Tell us. It's like it goes over like a cliff or a ravine or whatever, and you got to hit over that ravine. Okay. And it's like, it it it, it looks it looks cool from afar. Yeah. Like it's yep. just it's just it, it it makes me wonder, how do you get that ball on the green? I managed to get that ball on the green. Um, you know the distance is it going to be yeah. the right club <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like you, you have to be kind of at, at the very least bit precise but know you can measure this to the pin and know how far it is for sure um, yeah yeah it was it at that time it was 142 yards yeah 
And so Charlie's normal 140-yard club would be a five hybrid. But I told him, I said, you can't take that or whatever. Yeah. you got to go long on this one or whatever. Yeah. You want to take a four hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts it right over yeah. onto the other side. Yeah. So it's oh, pretty wow. amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 still, I think Gray Wolf was a very nice golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just a lot of these golf courses up in Canada just looked scenic. You yeah, know? they just yep. it, it has that it has that sense of feeling where if I go on up there, that I belong up there. Yeah, you know, yeah. I belong yeah. with those group well of people. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even in Kimberly, I was excited to play Kimberly because that mm-hmm. guy was very very excited for me and he wanted me to to play there. Yeah, you know, he wanted me to experience it, and and it was a very very tough golf course. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that easy. So whenever I play tough golf courses, it, it makes me feel like that I can do better. Yeah, you know, it, which you're always because I want it. I want I want the challenge of playing a tough golf course, mm-hmm. even though maybe my score may not reflect anything. Yeah, it's just playing a tough golf that course is a there. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And and you know if I if 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 I get to play Chambers Bay one of these one of these days and do better, then then or fine. I, I, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoyed Chambers Bay and I enjoyed all the nice ones that I got to play at. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I especially enjoy that hole in one because I yeah. it's just like that was it's it. like once in a lifetime you can only get it. Yeah. So Charlie, you shot a 42, 43 on the front nine in Kimberly. 43 yeah. on the wow. front nine in Kimberly in mm-hmm. your first visit. Can you tell them what you shot on the back nine? I think it was a 35 on the back nine. Really? We shot a 35 so, on the so wow. so so like, so like wow. I, I came in there and that 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 PGA Pro, I guess, gave me a hug or whatever. Yeah. It started to <laughs> congratulate me and, and was wondering, you know. It's going to be a it's, tough it's, course. It's, it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of like you, you've, you've, you've exceeded my expectations. Yep. <laughs> then it's like I'm bringing it on the next. Just wait. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. There you go. Perfect. It's just, it's just kind of like yep. you 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 want to you want to experience golf, but you also want to be humble. And yeah. I I've, I've, I it, it's hard for me to play at a tough golf course the first time, mm-hmm. but maybe as I get to kind of get play it a few it. more times, I'll mm-hmm. know what to do. Yeah, um, what clubs yep. to pick out, you know. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. golf, even when you're picking out clubs, your golf swing changes. Day in, day out, shot in, shot out. I'm knowing what you want to do, but it's being consistent, being humble, staying positive. And you exemplify all that. And we are so proud to have you on today, Charlie. It just, I'm I'm blown away. I really am. Bill, you've raised an amazing person. So, yes. Thank you. And and I'm very, very friendly and I'll always be. And I want to be able to play the game of golf for a long time. And you will. And everybody's going to follow along. And we're going to start giving lessons and just help people out. Just letting the word Charlie's golfing club for as long as dad is here yep. with me to experience it. And when he's not, you'll have all of us. Yeah. 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 Yep. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so thank much. You. Appreciate it.